Hello, everybody. This is Mike Zenick, and welcome to the first ever podcast of the Invest in America 101 series of podcasts put on by Invest America. Um, this is the first podcast of all time for our company. Looking to make this a long run of, of podcasts that will be informative and helpful to people that are looking to invest in the United States through a variety of means. Again, my name is Mike Zenick. I'm the CEO, president, and founder of Invest America. Uh, Invest America is a foreign direct investment platform. We serve as consultants and investment advisors, so, uh, representing immigration and non-immigration investment opportunities formed in uh, 2012. We'll get into a little bit more of that later. Um, we work in conjunction with Sequence Financial Specialists, which is a FINRA registered securities broker dealer based in Charleston, South Carolina. They do a variety of investment banking uh, activities and services for smaller and uh, middle market companies in the United States, as well as servicing the transactions that we represent uh, at Invest America. So with that brief introduction, we'll get into more details of that. I'd like to uh, bring in our, our uh, associate, Pascal Pash, who is the podcast guru of our company. I'm going to be asking him a little details, so a little bit of housekeeping, a little bit of information about the podcast and how it's going to work. So welcome, Pac uh, Pascal. How are you? Thank you, Mike. Hello, everyone. And to introduce myself, my name is Pascal Pash, and I'll be guiding the topics and questions within the podcast. And I'm good, Mike. Thank you. What about you? Doing well, doing well. So let's starting off um, just some basic information. Uh, how can people access the po this podcast? Which platforms will, be, will we be initially listed on? So the podcast will be airing on iTunes and Spotify and people will be able to find it under Invest in America 101 and make sure to also follow us on both Instagram and Facebook at Invest America EB5 and you can also find us on LinkedIn under Invest America where you can uh, contact us directly and reach out with any questions and we will also keep everyone updated about upcoming topics and podcasts. Great, great. Thank you for that information. So if somebody's listening to the podcast and they have some comments, they have some questions, will they be able to uh, leave those comments and questions for us to, to look at and, and answer them? Yes, directly either under our Instagram posts um, or contact us directly there. Um, or take a, they can also book a free consultation um, at the Invest America website. Great, great. And uh, can you give us the website address uh, for everybody's benefit? Yes, it's www.investamericap.com. Great, thank you, thank you. Um, what if they like the podcast and they'd like to share it with their friends um, and, and family, especially people that are looking to invest in the United States and they're looking for some alternatives and they want to share that information, share our podcast with somebody, how could they do that? So every time um, a podcast airs, um, we will be doing an, both Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn post. So whatever platform um, they like the most, they can see that post and um, just click on the reshare or repost button um, or also send button and send it directly to family members, friends, um, or post it on their stories um, or directly onto their website as well. Great, great. Um and then another thing, how often will these podcasts be released? 
So these podcasts will be released once a week, um, starting now with the first podcast this week. And um, our second podcast will go live next week. Great. This is uh, Thursday, June 9th. Yes, So exactly. we're going to be uh, releasing the next one next Thursday, June 16th. So looking forward to getting things started. Um, and if somebody misses an episode, uh, is there a way for them to find the old episodes and listen to them? Yes, absolutely. Um, directly on Spotify or iTunes, um, they can see it under our tab, which will be called Invest in America 101 once again. And they can um, see all the episodes listed there and um, re-listen to every single episode um, and also like it uh, there directly. Great, great. Thank you for all that, Pascal. Yes, absolutely. So um, I guess, you know, the last sort of couple of things I want to talk about regarding um, the, the podcast is just to give you a sort of a, a initial snapshot um, of uh, what we're going to talk about today, as well as what the high-level topics are for the next few episodes. Um, the topic of today, obviously, was to introduce the podcast to everybody and also uh, to introduce Invest America and our broker-dealer partner, Sequence Financial Specialists, kind of help you further understand our history, what we do, um, how we do it, and um, give you as much information as we can about our firms. That way we can sort of utilize the next several episodes to uh, get into some deeper conversations about investments, about various things in the EB-5 and E-2 immigration industry, as well as other uh, topics as well for investment in the United States. So, um, and we will have some guests. Uh, that's the, the, the goal is to not just going to be a Mike Zinnick monologue. Um, and uh, I'm Pascal, or I guess a, a Pascal and Mike Zinnick uh, conversation all the time. Uh, we're going to be bringing some industry experts, immigration attorneys, um, our partners at Sequence, uh, our clients that are that we're working with to promote their investment products, both immigration and non-immigration, um, and uh, really kind of help uh, under- everybody understand from the experts. Um, so again, this topic is going to introducing ourselves. The next topic is going to be about EB-5 reauthorization. Um, we're going to have a guest immigration attorney uh, to be named. We're working with a couple of, of uh, groups right now to try and secure that immigration attorney. Uh, the next one after that is going to be focused on non-immigration investment products, where we'll have my partner, Gene King, from Sequence Financial Specialists to help us understand Sequence a little more, as well as uh, some of the, the investment options that they have. Uh, and then the fourth podcast on tap right now will be, uh, what is EB-5 and what is it? How, how does it compare to the E-2 investor visa? Uh, those are those are two opportunities for people to get into the United States, but they have different requirements. They have different parameters. They have different uh, investment amounts and lots of differences. But it'll be uh, a podcast to highlight those differences. Um, as you're listening to this, if you want to leave any comments and and help us uh, help guide the topics and and you know help us to talk about things that you're interested in, please leave us comments and let us know what. Number one, what you think about our, our, our podcasts, um, any comments, things that we can improve on, uh, things that uh, you'd like to talk about, and obviously any questions, and we'll get back to you as soon as we can. 
So with that, um, I'm going to sort of switch the roles now and uh, have Pascal take over um, asking some questions about our company and, and um, really you know, dig into who Invest America is. Perfect. Thank you, Mike. Um, yes, my first question would be, who is Invest America? Um, when was it founded? And can you tell me a little bit about the history? Absolutely. So Invest America was founded in 2012. Uh, it was born out of uh, doing some immigration for investment work at another company that I was a managing partner of here in Tampa, Florida. And um, for about a year and a half, I was doing those transactions at this other broker dealer. Uh, my partners uh, liked it because we actually made some good fees on, on it during a time in the 2009 to 2011 timeframe where when uh, the economy wasn't so great. Uh, real estate bubble had burst. Um, there was lenders weren't lending, banks weren't lending, investors weren't investing. There, uh, people weren't were not selling their businesses. So for a small boutique investment bank in Tampa, we didn't have a whole lot of transactions to work on. So we came across EB five opportunistically from one of my colleagues at a, at a former company, uh, who ironically about two years later got into the EB five business. Um, I don't think they originally intended <laughs> to do that, but that's where they ended up. Um, and um, we started working on some transactions and ultimately my partners, uh, while they liked the fees and, and we liked that, they had another business that they, they felt might be, um, might be uh, lumped in with the EB-5 world, which at the time had a very negative um, perception because of some fraudulent transactions. So we got into the business to basically turn around that um, that mentality in the business by doing things through a broker-dealer, doing th things compliant with U.S. securities laws, uh, conducting lots of due diligence to make sure that investors felt comfortable they were investing in a real project um, with real people. Um, so um, because of that, uh, I formed Invest America at the end of 2012, and we are celebrating our 10-year anniversary this year. So it's been 10 years. It's been some, some high points and some low points, as with any company. But it's been a great ride so far, and um, uh, you know our our focus at Invest America is, as I mentioned before, due diligence, lots of due diligence on projects. So when you see a project that's recommended by us, uh, either on the EB five uh, immigration related side, or non immigration related side, it's been through a very rigorous uh, analysis of the financial statements, the business plan, the founders, the management team, the owners. Uh, background checks on everybody, so um, making sure again that the the people you're investing alongside, as well as the companies and 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 investments themselves, are properly vetted, fully vetted, and making sure that they're going to achieve your ultimate goal. Obviously, there are no guarantees. We nor anybody else can provide you guarantees, but it comes as close to risk free as possible, um, but without being risk free. Um, and our focus, again, is a foreign direct investment platform. For several years, we were EB-5 only, so only representing um, you know, transactions that were for people that looking to get a green card in the United States through the EB-5 Investor Visa Program. Uh, but over the last several years, we've added the E-2 Investor Visa, uh, which allows people to own and operate a business in the United States and bring their family here, but not have a green card. Um, and then also 
in the last uh, two years, really pretty more, uh, pretty much more the last year, we've grown it to what we what, what the ultimate goal was is to become a an overall uh, foreign direct investment platform offering. Uh, lots of different opportunities to invest in the United States that may or may not be tied to immigration. So that's a little, you know, brief history and, and what Invest America does. Um, um, and hopefully that, that will give people some, some insight into how they can work with us. That is amazing. Thank you, Mike. Um, you also mentioned um, that you're working with a broker dealer earlier. Um, is this Sequence Financial Specialist? And um, could you tell me a little bit more about them? Um, how does how do Invest America and Sequence relate to each other? And um, what does Sequence do? Absolutely. So Sequence Financial Specialist is a FINRA registered broker dealer. Um, they've been around for I think now 16 years. And they are, um, we're tied to them in the sense that um, we are their foreign direct investment arm. So they kind of take care of all the transactions inside the United States. They sponsor them, they do, they lead the due diligence, they handle the operations, accounting, um, all the back office related uh, things. We also utilize them for help on, on marketing um, and in other areas. Um, they house our CRM system. Uh, we use lots of tools like DocuSign and, <clears throat> and other um, high-end tools for make it easier for investors and more transparent for investors. Um, the way our partnership works, um, actually, originally it was just a um, kind of a, a contractual relationship whereby I, I became, uh, I'm a registered securities professional since 1994, and I brought my licenses Uh, with me and they sponsor my licenses. I'm registered with the firm. All of my securities um, uh, work goes through them. And back in 2019, um, because they were interested in, in building their presence in, e in the EB-5 space and the, the non-US space especially, um, they bought out my financial partner and now we are actually officially partners. Uh, Invest America LLC is a subsidiary of Sequence Holdings, which is the holding company for Sequence Financial Specialists, for Invest America, and for a few other entities that Sequence has. So that's our relationship. We're, we're very integrated. Uh, we work together in a lot of different capacities. I was actually the managing principal of um, the broker-dealer, in addition to my duties at Invest America, for about two years, um, a, a role that I, that I enjoyed, um, but which also took a lot of my time. So. I was able to transition that uh, as of June 1st of this year to somebody else at Sequence and, um, um, you know, looking forward to continuing to build our relationship with, uh, with that company. Perfect. And for everybody listening, um, as Mike mentioned earlier, on our third podcast, um, the principal from Sequence will be coming in. Um, so on to the next question. Could you tell me a little bit more about the services that um, Invest America provides and what investment products um, we offer? Sure. So our services are basically, we, we represent companies that are looking to raise capital for a variety of reasons. Um, and in our case, that is basically two, um, well, in the investment space, that's, that's two key areas. Actually, I'll take that back. Three key, three key areas. The first key area is, invest, is uh, EB-5 uh, investor visas. This allows people and their families 
um, to get a green card in the United States if they invest at least $800,000 in projects that are located in what's called targeted employment areas, um, basically high unemployment areas. We'll get into the details of what that means at a later podcast. Um, that ultimately, um, that investment goes into a project that ultimately creates at least 10 jobs per investor. Um, and we represent entities that are created to raise capital that will either be invested in or loaned to that project. Um, sometimes that is done th- uh, directly with a, a, a regional center, which is an approved um, entity by U.S. Immigration Service to transact uh, EB-5 transactions in various territories in the United States. Uh, sometimes it is with a just uh, an issuer, somebody that's, that's pooling together uh, capital to invest in a project that may be also sponsored by a regional center. So that's, you know, that's kind of the one thing we do. Uh, and what we do with that is, is, as I mentioned, we represent the, the group that's raising the capital. So we do the due diligence, we help put together the, the, the offering documents, um, we prepare the data room, uh, we create some marketing materials, and ultimately we take that project out to market. Sometimes we're the exclusive um, um, marketer of that transaction. Sometimes we're along many other agents and and uh, broker dealers and and uh, investment professionals that are looking to bring in investors from all over the world. Um, that's one thing that we do. The second thing we do is is uh, we represent um, investors that are looking to invest in an E two investor visa. And that visa allows people again to bring to invest in a in a, in a project where they own at least fifty percent, they have control, and they're going to invest probably about a hundred thousand dollars or more, typically in the two fifty to three hundred thousand dollar range to get a viable business. That um, will also, even though it's not technically required, um, generate some jobs. There's no set number of jobs. There's no set investment amount that's necessary. However. Um, that allows people to, to own and operate a business in the United States um, and also to come and go as they please. Um, it's a renewable visa and, and definitely it's not, it's not a green card like the EB-5 visa is, um, but that allows people to do that. So we represent individual investors that are looking to find companies to do that investment. We help them find the business based on their profile, based on their interests, based on their needs, based on how much they have to invest, where they want to live, et cetera. Um, we help guide them through the whole process, work, work, help them select and work with immigration attorneys, um, et cetera. And then the third thing we do is we represent the other non-immigration investments of Sequence Financial Specialists, as we mentioned before. Um, again, working with Sequence to take that offering um, and any marketing materials and market it um, just like we do the EB-5 investments to non-U.S. investors that may not be looking for immigration um, to the U.S. to the U.S. but they'd love to invest in the U.S. So we represent those companies to do that. And I guess the last thing I'll really say about that is, even though in the EB-5 and on the the non-EB-5 non non-immigration investments, we're representing the groups, the companies that are raising the money. Because we're a securities broker dealer, and the whole reason why U.S. securities laws were created was to protect investors, um, we also represent the investor sort of simultaneously. And certainly once they make an investment, um, we have a 
uh, a duty under securities law to represent them as their, with them being our client for the duration of that investment. So we're there in case anything goes wrong, they have questions. Um, we're there to represent their interests um, for, for um, the time that they're invested in the products that we uh, provide. Thank you, Mike. Yes, that kind of leads into my next question. Um, can you explain to me a little bit the differences on traditional worthless immigration investments? And um, yes, sure, sure. So the, the, the main difference is EB5 um, with an eight hundred thousand dollar investment, it's got a set amount. Um, if again, if a if a project is located in a targeted employment area, if it's not, the investment amount is one million fifty thousand dollars. And where and that project can be located anywhere in the United States, um, it's a very that investment is very specific, um, and it doesn't matter what the investment is, where it's located, what asset class it's in, what industry it's in. Every EB five investment is either eight hundred thousand or a million fifty um, for investors. There are many. Um, there are six hundred regional centers, approved regional centers in the United States. They're not all active, but I'd say about 100 of them are active, and there's, there's always at least about uh, two or three dozen projects in the market um, that all have the same exact benefit, the immigration benefit, getting the green card for the investor and their families, same exact investment amount. So the returns might be different. Um, some of the other fees might be a little different here and there, but that's it's a pretty static um, defined investment, and it's purely made the major return in each of those the transactions is the green card. So you'll find financial returns are typically low, um, lower certainly than a regular investment product um, because the real return is the, the green card. Um, you compare that to a non-immigration investment and it's just like any other investment where you're looking to maximize your return. Obviously you want to preserve capital as well. You don't want to lose your money. Um, there are some transactions that are riskier than others. Um, so there's usually a commensurate risk return, um, you know, balance there. So the riskier the transaction, typically the higher the return. All those risks are, are you know, properly disclosed in all the offering documents that we provide, whether it's EB-5 or non-immigration investments. Um, but the immigration or the non-immigration investments <clears throat> are purely for return, purely for financial return. There's no it doesn't allow somebody to come to the United States, uh, live in the United States. It's just an investment. And, that, and, and we know that having conversations with, you know, at this point, thousands of investors over the last 10 years, while a lot of them may have an aspiration to live in the United States, um, most of the people we talk to do have an interest in investing in the United States because it's products that they cannot access typically um, any other way. Um, and it allows them to diversify their, their portfolio, get some capital outside of their native country into the United States um, to just, again, diversify their interests, and uh, especially for, for, for investors that are maybe in you know, less stable economies. Perfect. Thank you, Mike. That really gives me a better understanding. Um, and lastly, um, could you give our listeners a little teaser about what we will be discussing on the next podcast, please? Absolutely. So the next podcast is going to be focused on EB-5 reauthorization. And again, we're going to have uh, an immigration attorney, U.S. immigration attorney as, a, as, as our guest. I'll be interviewing them. 
um, and we'll be talking about EB-5 reauthorization. What that really means is, uh, without getting into too much detail, is the, the main uh, EB-5 program is a renewable program. It's not a permanent program. There is a portion of EB-5 that is permanent, but it's not a, not a very widely used program because um, it doesn't have a lot of the same benefits. But this particular program, which is the Regional Center EB-5 program, was created in 1992, and it gets renewed every three to five years. Uh, in 2015, it was not renewed, and there were 32 extensions from 2015 until March 15th of this year when Congress finally reauthorized the program for five years. So now we don't have to worry about an extension, which ranged anywhere from two weeks to nine months uh, over the last um, seven years, uh, which created a lot of uncertainty in the industry, uh, created a lot of, of angst with investors because they didn't know if their investment was safe or if it was still going to be available. But now we've got that out of the way. Um, there was a comprehensive reauthorization passed by Congress in March of, fifth, March, uh, of this year, March 15th of this year. And that, along with that reauthorization came a few rule changes, investment increase, um, some new features that are very beneficial to uh, investors, and um, as well as some things that are challenges. And uh, the price increase being one of them, as well as some things that we're now going through since the reauthorization as USCIS, the Immigration Service, has looked to interpret the new law and put it into, um, into various regulations. Um, there have been some, some litigation, which we'll talk about, between the, uh, the industry and uh, the government. Um, by the time we get to the next podcast uh, next week, uh, we might have some resolution to that, so we'll be able to talk about the status of that or the litigation and also um, a little more details and probably focus on four to five key things that changed with the reauthorization and um, talk about what it means for the future of EB-5. So that'll be the next one, and uh, looking forward to, uh, to talking about that uh, next week. Thank you so much, and uh, thank you everyone for tuning in, and please leave a like on our posts. Um, as I mentioned, you can find us directly on Spotify and iTunes, and we will keep you updated on both Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Um, please leave a like on our posts. Um, tell us in the comments what you think about the first episode, and uh, leave any questions or concerns also in the comments, please, and we will reach out and get back to you. Great. Thank you, everybody. Thanks for joining us today at the Invest in America 101 podcast inauguration. We look forward to seeing you and uh, talking to you next week.